Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos. And I'm Amanda Nduka. And this is our first, well, this is not really our first recorded podcast, <laughs> but this is our first Zoom recorded podcast that we're doing. And we have the cast of The Craft Legacy with us. Do you want to, yes. <laughs> do you want to, yeah. we have, a- <laughs> so, so like we have, so this is, we have a full house for this one. We have yeah. uh, um, the director, Zoe Lister Jones, writer director, Zoe Lister Jones, Kaylee Spanny. Uh, Gideon Adlon, Levy Simona, and Zoe Lunam, all who are stars of uh, The Craft Legacy. We yeah. have this as an option to watch <laughs> it on video on the website on, on Deadline.com. Yeah. But if you want, you could just listen to it. Exactly. Like you are now if you're listening to it. <laughs> or you could listen to both, or you could listen to them at the same time. <laughs> both. Um, so, if, if, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with The Craft. It's definitely a cult classic um but this is a a re a redo what did you call it dino a revival um but yeah it's it, it's a take on on the it's a it's a different take according to the director on the 90s version um i watched i've watched seen the 90s version i, don't, I can't even tell you how many times i've seen it um you said you just watched it uh, but this is yeah. a new more diverse, more inclusive, and and yeah. from what you said, it's going to be a, sort of like a different storyline than the original. Yeah, and if you've seen the trailer, you you've seen Easter eggs of like them calling back to the original, but at the same time, I think just even based on the trailer, there it yeah. seems a little bit more sinister and dark. I want to say, uh, and I, that's I, the original. No, no, the the new one, the new one seems, seems a little bit more sinister than, than the original. I think so. I was I thinking think. the other way around. But we never know. We never know. Because we, we haven't seen it yet as it's recorded. <laughs> we uh, we, we've seen clips. And, um, but I'll, at the same time, I, during the conversation, I, I, I tell them my theory about what I think it's about. Yeah. Um, they didn't answer if it was yes or no. <laughs> so yeah, we, but, don't, um, we still don't know. Um, but we yeah. are very eager and very excited to check it out. It's out um, October 28th. On, uh, for Halloween. Yeah, for Halloween, just in time. Um, and it has it's on uh, it's on it's on digital, yeah. Yeah. So, um, without further ado, here is the cast and director from the Craft Legacy. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to a video version of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos, and my co-host is down there somewhere. I don't know. Well, I'm actually next to you on my side, so. Oh. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda and Duca. So I guess everybody, we should just have everybody go around and introduce themselves. I'm yes. Hollywood. We well, first we want to welcome the cast and the, the director and writer of. The craft legacy. So um, we'll go ahead and we'll start with uh, Zoe. What's your journal down there? Introduce yourself. There you are. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just introduce everyone. <laughs> and we have <laughs> Kaylee Spaney. <laughs> Sorry, hey. I'm all talking everything. We have <laughs> Gideon Adlon. Hello. And we have Lovey Simone, <laughs> who Second time guest on New Hollywood. Back. <laughs> old pro. <laughs> old, old pro at it. And we also oh, have, uh, we, ha we do have someone popping in later, uh, the, the fourth, as they say. Um, but we welcome her with open arms when she gets in. I think we just wanted to get started. Um, I want to just start with Zoe Lister-Jones, the director, writer of this, this upcoming Revival? Sequel, I guess you would say? A revival <laughs> sequel, I guess you would say? Um, the, the movie, The Craft, is so iconic for, uh, I guess, especially for a certain generation uh, mm -hmm. of people. And I think it has resonated since it came out. Um, but can you just tell us what your connection with the film is and how it just was like to even be approached or just to hop on board to creating a, a, a revival of this iconic, time-honored film? You know, I shaved my head when I was in um, seventh grade, and uh, I was misgendered a lot and bullied a lot, and The Craft was really one of the first films that I think spoke to me um, as a an outsider, you know, at a time where it, it feels so easy to be alienated and isolated amongst your peers. Um, and, and the craft was really about embracing the weirdos <laughs> in a way that felt sort of revolutionary in mainstream popular culture at the time. Um, and so when it uh, came to me, I had directed and written um, a feature called Band-Aid, which was my, my mm. first feature. Ooh, and yes. um, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and then it came to me that, that they were looking to reboot the craft and they asked if I wanted to um, pitch a take. And so I immediately was so thrilled uh, at the opportunity because of how seminal that film was for me, but also just in the sort of larger like landscape for I think my generation and, and then since generations to come. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a huge honor to, you know, take it on um, <laughs> and do it justice and, and reimagine it really um, for today's <gasps> here. time. Oh. Wait, we have a surprise guest. <laughs> Yay, we have a surprise guest. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we have Zoe Hello. Luna. Thank you for joining us, Thank fashionably you. late. But just in time, because also, I actually want to ask the cast next, because uh, Zoe, you said something, I mean, I think for all of us, the film really did resonate with us because it was about outsiders and it was about the others. And I think that's why mm -hmm. 
still today. I, I mean, I still watch the film today. Like, it, I think it's still relatable and still has timely, timely themes today. But for, for you ladies, um, can you guys talk about how familiar you were with the original? And then also, what about this new version and your characters really connected you to this story? Kaylee, we can start with you because you're... I actually <laughs> hadn't ever heard of it or seen it, which is really embarrassing. <laughs> but I remember I was about to go in for it. And I was telling um, my boyfriend's mother, actually, and she was like, what? You have not seen the craft? I'm sitting you down tonight, right mm -hmm. now. Like, you have no idea what this means to me. This is my movie. Don't <laughs> screw this up. You have to be in it. <laughs> like, okay, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but um, when, when I did get the part and um, met all the girls and and met Zoe and we all came together. It uh, resonated with me because I, you know, moving from Missouri to LA, it was such a big move for me. And I hadn't really found my women, my friends, my my support group. And it was, it was pretty funny how it lined up like that. I knew Gideon before, she was actually a friend of mine, but mm -hmm. the girls really took me in in the same way that the girls taken Lily in the movie. And it was actually funny, all the girls um, practiced witchcraft before making this film. And I, I knew nothing about it. And the girls really showed me what that was and what it meant to them. And we were doing like moon rituals and spending all this really lovely time together that I think will um, translate in the film really well. Mm -hmm. Gideon, what do you can go next? Um, I watched The Craft during that time where it was like, my friends and I were like, oh, have you heard about this movie 13? Well, we have to watch it. And then it's like, mm. oh, you know, The Craft, we have to watch it. I think I was like 14 when I saw The Craft for the first time. And um, I was like, oh my God, I love their outfits. Like that's what I was very much focused <laughs> on. And, um, you know, it's an iconic movie. I feel like every teenager from when it came out to now has seen it. And it's definitely a cult classic. It has stuck with everybody. I was very excited to be a part of this. And I guess with my character, the way I connect it is, you know, I'm a big goofball. I'm loud and sometimes very annoying, but I have soul <laughs> and I try to be there for my friends and I don't lie and I don't let people take bullshit, and I feel like that's very much Frankie, and mm. um, so, I don't know, playing her just felt like air. It just flowed, and that's real. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was, that was great. I think this was like, well, I love every project I've done, but there was an, a real element of magic on this set, like Kaylee said, the connection all of us had, and the connection we had with Zoe, and like, the time that uh, Zoe Lister actually took to like connect all of us together, like the rehearsals we would do at our house or like a dinner all together. And it was, it was very sisterly and beautiful. And I don't know if we can say this, but we had like a gorgeous, um, what was it Zoe? Like the ceremony we did to welcome in the movie before we started filming um, with the moon and it all had to do with the moon. So the whole thing was just so like, strong and magical. I love it. <laughs> love me. What about you? 
Uh, I'm with Kaylee. I'd never had seen craft before. It was like a new experience. I was like doing the work, but then it didn't feel like work when I was watching the film. I was like, hold on, wait a second. Hold on. I like these girls a lot. Hold on. So then I was like, okay, well then I have to get it because you know, I was also in my like spiritual healing journey. Like when I auditioned, like I was kind of just entering it. So like I was figuring everything out at like mentally and stuff like that. So it was like cool to do that and know that I wanted to do that because that was in the lane that I was supposed to be going down anyway, just like all about like self-healing, like with girls and stuff like that and, and, and building friendships. So that was also amazing to experience with you guys, just having hmm. genuine, genuine, whoa, genuine connection. <laughs> um, genuine is a word. Come on, genuine. <laughs> Yeah, so like building all those genuine connections was really, really good for me. Really good for me. Um, yeah, so I was, I'm happy to be a part of this because I really love the film more than I thought I was going to love it. And then I love the girls more than I thought I was going to love everything. <laughs> just like popped off from there. <laughs> and Zoe, what about um, I mean, for me, I had seen the craft uh, like, 15 minutes of it, but if I'm being honest, Robin Tooney's wig was like a really big distraction for me to become a hair girl. <laughs> and I get yes! Lace front. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I get it. Like, you know, she just came off of Empire Records, shaved head and everything, but I was just, I was not into it. So, um, but then. That's fine. It's later, fine. Yeah, but then years later, I'm in the craft and I'm wearing a wig, so it all worked out. <laughs> well, it's circle. a circle. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I had seen like 15 minutes of it, and then I thought it was kind of cheesy, but then I was like, you know what? I'm auditioning for this movie. I need to sit down and watch it. I sit down and watch it. I'm like, I had no idea this was a horror movie. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> and I loved it. And honestly, this project, like everyone said, was super friggin' magical. And I'm just so grateful that it worked out the way it did. And I think that we all kind of like really embodied our characters in the best way. And I love these girls. Mm -hmm. um, Zoe, Zoe director, sorry. I got to distinguish. Um, you know, how did you go about even writing this, this, this movie? And like, because it's a, a writing an existing property. It's it, it, a, the, there's a crowd, there's an audience that's familiar with it. What did you want to lean into and what did you want to kind of avoid when kind of creating a whole new narrative for a whole new generation practically? Well, I think I wanted to lean into first and foremost, like women in community um, rather than women turning on each other. Um, mm. And so that was, I think, a really big part of the narrative um, structure for me was making sure that this was about women uplifting each other and supporting each other even through conflict um, and then also I think intersectionality was key and representation was key and um, you know just I think in creating um, who, who our you know new coven mm -hmm. was going to be in the writing process I just was really interested in um, creating as many distinct perspectives within the coven um, as I could. And, um, and then I think, you know, 
creating a narrative that um, was was scary and genre, but I was really excited about using genre as social commentary at a time in our world when, you know, toxic masculinity and misogyny um, and, I mean, and, and transphobia and homophobia and just like it, racism, generally just like there is there is so much bigotry that that is um so brazen i think uh right now and and um it was important to me that that this film while not tackling those things necessarily overtly you know was um set in a world where those were the undercurrents that that it was about girls coming into their power um against a, a much larger and more insidious Mm. force yeah so so it sounds like i mean obviously this sounds like a whole different plot than what we saw in andrew uh fleming's uh mm -hmm. version but mm. did you take is there did you take anything from the the, the original or is, are there any easter eggs that we should look out for and also with building the characters i don't i don't, I don't necessarily like with their counterparted characters anything that you pulled from them and and sort of added to these new characters or these are completely different they're completely different characters. Um, so there, there, there aren't any like counterpart versions. I get asked that a lot of like, who's Nancy and who's Sarah? Um, <laughs> um, but no, they are completely, you know, singular characters. Um, there are definitely Easter eggs though, because I think that was part of the fun of like, how do, how do I also pay homage to such an iconic film? Um, so yeah, you can definitely watch out for those, but, yeah, it is. It, I, it was important to me to reimagine it just because I think when a film is that beloved, even if it's, you know, like in cult status, but I think the craft is so beloved and means so much to so many people on a pretty deeply personal level um, that I wasn't trying to um, compete with it. You know what I mean? I, I wanted mm -hmm. this to stand on its own and be its own film um, and, and still sort of pay homage to, to the idea of, of what the original was doing, which was um, really one of the first films to paint witchcraft in a light that um, felt, I think, more authentic mm -hmm. to our mm -hmm. contemporary world. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I guess when it comes to witchcraft, we usually kind of see it more so in like a negative, yeah. um, um, like sorcery, I guess, type of, but, but this one, you said it takes a different sort of take on that, on what, especially what we've seen in the original. Yeah, and Gideon had mentioned that we did like a ceremony before um, our first day of shooting, and that was led by one of our occult consultants. And we had three witch consultants that we worked with, uh, Pam Grossman, Brie Luna, and Aaron Fogel. And they were all so important for me developing the project, um, but then also as we were you know, putting the project on its feet to just make sure that we were really being authentic to varying traditions of witchcraft. Um, and also, like, I think there are so many, you know, when Kaylee said that all of the um, actresses in the film practice witchcraft, except for her, like, I think there is still a stigma around the word witchcraft, yeah. even though it's becoming more a part of like the lexicon now, and it's cool to be a witch, but, but it's like when you hear someone practices witchcraft, there's immediately sort of like a nefarious mm -hmm. quality that you think of. and what I wanted to portray in this film is like how beautiful the traditions of witchcraft are that there's sex magic and beauty magic <laughs> and um, yeah. you know, 
really getting in touch with the lunar cycles, which have so much to do with, you know, emotional cycles and, and women really, as I mentioned before, like coming together um, and finding community and using that community to empower themselves, which is, I think, at the core of witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. What did you, what did you learn, Kaylee? Cause you said you didn't, you weren't, you, you weren't um, into, or you didn't really know that much about witchcraft. Um, before coming into this project, but what did you learn afterwards and doing this project and being with these girls? Well, I, I definitely still keep up with it. I'm very much like in the group coven group chat being like, happy full moon, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but it was kind of like piggybacking off what Lovey was saying is just like taking care of your mental health and being more in tune with your body and your sexuality and mm. also being connected to the earth and I come from a very like Bible belt area where when you say witchcraft, it's like yeah. totally frowned upon and, and really people are so scared of it, which I think is such a key word that it's uh, being scared of feminine power. And um, so, I, yeah, I, I there, there's a lot to learn for me. It was a huge learning curve, but it it was actually um, so lovely and healing, and I really do feel like that the movie changed me in that way. Yeah. Um, and then can you guys, for each of you, can you just kind of tell us a little bit about your character? So we saw, we, I don't know if this is going to be a public, but Dina and I got to see two clips. Yeah. Uh, from, from the the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, we got a little glimpse into what I mean. It was it was a we, we I mean I don't know if I should say the scene because I don't know if this is going to be public. But I so, think I mean it's 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 kind of in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. We we got the scene where um, Lily gets her her period in the middle of the class, which you know <laughs> I think it's everybody's worst <laughs> nightmare. Um, and then we had the scene where you guys were you guys were sort of doing the ritual to to. to seems like to freeze time. Um, Which was so dope, by the way. dope. Talk a little bit about your characters and, and just tease a little bit. I mean, obviously we don't want the whole thing, but about what to expect from your characters. Anybody can start. <laughs> Gideon, we can start with you or Lovey or whoever Lovey. at the same time. <laughs> I I, my character is Tabby. She's a gamer girl. She's not your, t like, I feel like she's the perfect balance between the feminine and masculine energy. I feel like she does that justice. And I also feel like she plays kind of like this, like, protector role in a sense. Like, she really wants everyone to be okay. She gives me, she's a fire sign. That's her element, fire. Um, mm. And I think she would be a Sag because I do think she has a lot of, like, older fire sign energies like with the wisdom and like with the perspective and stuff and just like opening up her heart to like everyone that's like in her coven and I feel like she genuinely loves her friends and like genuinely wants to build and like heal with them and, and have it be like a community sisterhood thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gideon you want to jump in? <laughs> um I'm Frankie air that's my sign um each girl has is, is associated with an element that's that's yeah um if you haven't if you haven't cleaned that yet i didn't know if you could go deeper into that but yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah okay um 
I actually don't really like I feel like I never felt like, why is Frankie air? But I guess I kind of created that on my own with like the way she dresses and like, I know it's so cheesy, like go with the flow air, but throughout the film, like her wardrobe is so like color block, like kind of like wakes up in the morning, like does her hair and takes something out and looks awesome. But <laughs> he's kind of like, um, not like a little kid. Like I said before, she's sold, but she's a, no, she's a, she, she's, yeah. she's a clown. And, and, you know, she definitely like, I think like Lily's really scared, um, not scared, but just confused and, you know, doesn't really understand her power and like what these girls are meaning by like, oh, like, come with us, like, you're special. And Frankie's very much like, it's okay, like, come here, take my hand, <laughs> do something, and it's gonna be all good. Um, so I definitely think she's like a, she brings the comfort, like, Lovey's very, like, comforting, and, we're all very comforting and loving and, like, motherly to Lily, but I think in our own different elements, and I think that also shows to, like, women like that, like, motherly and sisterly those instincts we have and um I guess that really shows in Frankie I, I don't know what to say without like giving uh, a bunch of stuff away but yeah I love uh, yeah don't give anything away because these characters are like Zoe Lister was saying it's total it's a different world than what you what came to you guys in the 90s it is not okay. the same and it, it, it's really special it's really special. Mm. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, Elena, do you want to go? Sure. So, mm -hmm. um, for Lourdes, I, like, literally gave her, like, an entire birth chart and, like, a birthday. I think she's born wow. May 2nd. She's a Taurus because I'm very into astrology. I love people sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like me and Lourdes are very similar in the sense that, like, I'm a Virgo moon, so, like, she's a Taurus sun and a Capricorn moon, but anyway, basically, we're both, like, in our core, very, like, still people that like to look our best and, like, to go against the grain and also just, like, check people when they need to be checked, and also, um, I would just say that Lourdes is, like, honestly, like, she's, she's quiet but when she has something to say she has something to say you know what i mean and she's very mm -hmm. just like she's maybe not as crazy as frankie she's a little stupid but she's great no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i was just watching some of the scenes and the way i said some of the lines i was like oh my god like i sound like a dumb well i'm not gonna say that word, but, yeah. it was all in my voice but not in my attitude <laughs> and kaylee um, uh, I mean, in the same way that there, oh, can I say this? <laughs> oh my god, it's so um, mysterious. I know. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're, um, say your sign already? It, you're water, right? Water? I'm water. Yeah. Um, which was actually pretty, really cool, um, side note, um, Avery Pluis, the costume designer, she was super hands-on on, on showing our elements in our clothing, which is so fun. Like, if you notice, Lily will have, like, pearls, and you see, like, flames on Tabby, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, um, which was really fun. Um, so great. But um, Lily, she's the new girl. She's the uh, wallflower 
her best friend is, is her mom. Like she really just <laughs> lays low. She doesn't really know her place. Like she doesn't know where she hasn't found her comfort zone. She, um, and, and moving to a new town and trying to find the connect with friend with finding those friendships and, mm-hmm. um, it was really hard for her. It's not really where she thrives. And so she has these girls that swoop in and like lift her out of this confusing dark state that I feel like we were all in in our teens during that mm-hmm. time and um, our 20s and 30s yeah, yeah. 40s it never ends it's, it's dark forever honey <laughs> <laughs> and the interview ends it's so interesting because it's like you know, Kaylee, uh, Lily is water, and I, like the first thing that always comes to my mind when I hear water is be water, like Bruce Lee says, where you take shape in whatever environment you're in. If you oh, fill a glass, that. then that's I've you. That you know, before. yeah. yeah it, 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 and I feel like, I mean, I like watching the trailer and the clips that we saw. You know, we haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I kind of have an idea of what's going to happen but I may be totally wrong. <laughs> it may be, uh, you know, I, I'm like, is this kind of like a Ray and Star Wars situation? Where she doesn't want to go to the dark Ooh. side? Or, or, you know, I'm like, I'm like, okay. Okay, so <laughs> what you're doing, I see you. Um, but <laughs> but it's, it's, and then I do love these it, it, throughout the trailer and throughout the things that we've seen. We, we've already seen some of the Easter eggs. We've seen like, you, we are the weirdos and oh, we yeah. see you play light as a feather, stiff as a board. So going to that, you know, has anyone in your slumber party years played <laughs> these kinds of games or or like a, a, a Bloody Mary situation, which I was terrified of. I never would do that. So I don't, I don't work with that. But, <laughs> uh, but did you, do you have like, does anyone here have I do. Like any? Oh, you do, Zoe? I do. <laughs> okay. So, it wasn't it was not a sleepover it was me packing i think six bags for the flight home from canada where we were filming and i remember i had this super huge like uh those like tna jackets it's like a big bright neon pink one amazing i loved it but um i'm trying to shove it into my last suitcase and all of a sudden i'm just like you know what the air the fire the water the earth and i literally like i'm zipping it up and it closes and it didn't pop the whole time and i was just like Stop it. thank you Kevin. why don't i know that story yeah. i do a lot of weird things when i'm alone oh my god we all know we i love it we all know she did that like, we all oh, know that it happened, happened. It happened. <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> does any, well, well, yeah, does anyone have any, like, uh, other kind of, like, even before you were on the craft, did you, did you guys have any, I don't want to say supernatural or, like, kind of, yeah. I don't even want to say superstition. It's just kind of, like, moments in your life where you're just like, oh, like, you kind of realize your power, whether it be kind of spiritual or not. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have a twin. And um, lately, we've been sharing thoughts, and it's very invasive. I don't oh, like wow. it. I didn't know that it was wow. real 
but like I'll do stuff mindlessly and those actions are like li- literally me listening to my sister or like she'll do something and I'll be like it would be so cool if she were to like play this movie and then she'll play that movie and we never talked about it it's been years like Whoa. and I was like why would you do that like that happened literally last night <laughs> and I put the movie on and my sister was like Lovey, are you serious right now? And I was like, I just felt like I could, should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like before that, like I was definitely like in second grade and first grade, like, hey guys at the cafeteria, like watch this. I'm going to make the, the noise in the cafeteria go up and then I'm going to bring it back down. But it didn't work. I just really wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I think there's so many things. It's like, you know, we, we talk about, you know, how destigmatizing witchcraft. And um, I think I've been burning sage for the longest time. And even that is an element of, or like, and I, I burn Palo Santo and I do chants and just not chants, but like kind of cleansing. There's a cleansing yeah. element cook? to do it. Yeah. Cook? I don't know. I think- Me? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, I just, I, I'm very just like, I mean, like, even yeah. like in, I think also in our own cultures, like, I remember I went to the Philippines and my, uh, for my grandmother's funeral, and there were these rituals where, you know, we would like, after the funeral, we went, we went back to our house, but before the family went to the house, they performed this kind of like, they, they blessed us with this water and these, these leaves because we didn't want to bring bad spirits in the house. So, Wow. Witchcraft is just another sort of you know, religion. Religion. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. When Catholics I, be like, witchcraft is all weird and crazy and stuff, I'm just like, y'all, do y'all see what y'all do? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh my God. We're, we're, we're like, yeah, Catholics the, are always that kneeling. It's, that is the word right now. Like, yeah. seriously, seriously, do you see what you guys do to your kids? Yeah. Sometimes? Um, and also it's like anyway. even just the whole a whole mass is a, yeah. is a ritual right yeah it's like yeah. We're, we're there for an hour stand sit kneel handshake and then the communion at the end yeah, and, then yeah. we go, and then we go on our way and then all of that and you never address your shadow self like ever <laughs> Yeah. No, you know? we're not supposed to have a shadow self in religion. We're supposed to be these pure, like, non-mixing fabric people that just follow these ten rules, and then we get to go to like this dope yeah. place afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it leaves little room for humanity, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I think we're running out of time, so I have I have one more question. Obviously, something that really excites me right now when I, with all these re- re- remakes and reboots coming out is the fact that they kind of get a do-over when it comes to casting. And we see a more inclusive cast and we see a more diverse cast and we see a, like, a, a great story being told through that. Um, so for you guys, just this, um, I guess really quickly, cause we're running out of time. If each of you could go and list a film that can be remade and it can uh, be remade with a, a, a cast of color and, and inclusive and- Or diverse. just queer even, or, yeah. Any, any, which, which film would it be? And we'll start with, we'll start with the director, Zoe. Oh, come on, that's hard. <laughs> um, give me any time to think. These people have young brains. Um, <laughs> Or if somebody what? has one now, you can just shout it out. Okay, Scooby-Doo, the, the 2002 movie. I want to be Daphne with the, the go-go boots. Yes. Like, please. <laughs> like, they need a oh, Scooby-Doo crew. Oh, I could see crew. that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Latina Daphne. Yeah. Yeah, Scooby-Doo could, could use a... Use a <laughs> and we know Velma, you know. Yeah. We know about Velma, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, um... 
think i mean i don't know why this came to me but i think thelma and louise would be cool yes mm. Mm. yes i would love that cool. yeah, yeah. I, I mean I it's, musicals, it's amazing so- that's a good one oh i was just gonna say singing in the rain i don't know why but how yeah i would love to see that that i was gonna say bye bye birdie oh my god oh Oh my god energy connecting theater kids take us home home, (laughs) i would love to see beetlejuice yes 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 that's that cool. really cool. Like, yeah. cool. Okay. Well, we will we will take all this information and we'll make it happen, guys. This, we, we make we make so things happen. Get out there in the universe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're the gatekeepers. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, thank you so much. This was an Wait. I would I could talk to y'all forever, but you know we all <laughs> this is so you know, fun. We have things to do. <laughs> but thank you so much. We're Wait, looking we, forward we have, we have to this movie. We do? Yeah, you had one more question. <laughs> we do? I, I thought you asked You want to get rid of that? No. <laughs> Just for Zoe, why is this a good time for this film to Oh, that's one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Zoe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I, I feel like we're getting pressured to leave. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, Zoe Director, how, Zoe Director? Uh, how this is you... my new last name. Miss <laughs> Lister. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry, I don't. No, no, no. Um, it's good. I like Zoe Director. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do you think this is a good time for the revival? Oh God. Um, well, I think that it's there's never been a more important time to speak to um, women entering into their powers in order to. Um, pursue social justice across all barriers and lines mm. because I think like all social justice movements are um, so important to each other. Uh, and so I think, you know, any, any one of those that excludes another is not a social justice movement. So I think at this moment, like to empower young women to find community in order to do that kind of work, um, both self-work uh, to find the confidence to pursue those things and also um, work you know, in their own covens and communities uh, in order to help better the, the universe at a time when the universe is in really dire crisis. Mm. Um, I think it's, that, that's to me the most important thing. And I think also, you know, we've been under an administration that has been so um, just terribly um, misogynistic. Um, And I think for young women, like my heart hurts thinking about young women, seeing that the leader of our country, um, you know, is is sexually assaulting, has sexually assaulted women and been accused of sexually assaulting women and brags about sexually assaulting women and, and still holds the highest office in our land. It's such an intense message for young women to get. And so I think for me, it's like those women need a lifeline. You know, they need hope that that, that isn't actually um, the way that the future uh, hopefully <laughs> will look, you know, if, if we can do the work necessary and, and um, 
so yeah I, I guess it was like about stepping outside of the male gaze like I think all these these women are very much in their own skin and in their own bodies and that's what makes them so powerful and finding the power in their difference at a time when difference is so um there's so much derision around difference sort of mm -hmm. because of because of the evil forces at play well, that is a great way to wrap it up. So period. true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> full period. stop. Period. Exactly. Um, thank you. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a fan of the craft. I mean, and what I've seen, I can't wait. I can't wait to see if my theories about what I think the storyline is is true. Um, but I, I, I wish nothing but greatness for everyone yeah. here. Y'all are awesome. I see the future of Hollywood right. here. October 28th. <laughs> yeah. it's October, October 28th. 28th. Yes, yes. Right before November right be 3rd. Exactly. And uh, just in time for Halloween. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's, a, yeah. there's still going to be Halloween vote. this year. I don't know if that's if still happening. Yeah. Vote. But yeah. I think oh, there's so, so many. Per it's it, it, it lands on such a perfect date. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank y'all so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is so nice. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.